Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Good Calls with Dean Blandino, a production of iHeartRadio. All right, what's up? Dean Blandino, welcome to another episode of Good Calls. Next to me in the house, Travis Hansen. Travis, what's up, man? How you doing today? What's up? What's up? He have two two children. Travis, you he had a he had a line. What was the line, Travis? Babies are cool, but I'm like not having it anymore. What was it? I, I don't remember. I'm just tired. I can't remember. You know, I just I got to get that out there. You know, because you guys put me Travis, on the, uh, the it's tired okay. count. You can, Travis, you can say it's okay. Your wife's not going to listen and go. Oh my god. No, I think Travis. she feels the same way. We don't want to hold Basically, anything Travis against is, our sons. He's he's, <laughs> he's ecstatic over the moon that that he has a child another baby um but just he's over the sleepless he's nights. over the sleepless yeah. nights it's it's kind as of i'm like, sure most people are at this point and then speaking of sleepless nights joe madrid back from where where in the world has joe madrid been where i was in vegas for the fights this weekend yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about the fights how was vegas like how vegas is- i haven't been in in almost a year how, how Vegas is, it? is awesome, it man. It's uh, it's doing good. Very, very, very crowded this this weekend. Well, this was a I big. Bet. This is a big fight weekend. Huge, huge, so huge weekend. I can't imagine thinking about Vegas. What the most crowded weekends in Vegas have to be when there's a big. I, I still think. I think the UFC is probably surpassed boxing in terms of like more volume but i still think a big boxing match outdoes ufc like pound for pound the big boxing match is still like the go-to event i think and i think this was like the fight of our generation at this point i uh, okay well there hasn't been good like what what else is i'm just very it's it's very disappointing disappointing to me for for even that to be a consideration well let's jump right into it tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, to to say that because this was my takeaway, to say that this is the fight of our generation is sad because I honestly I was watching so they honored like past champions at the fight and Holyfield and Tyson obviously Lennox Lewis um, commented the fight and I, whether it's Ali Foreman Frazier Holyfield Larry Holmes. Honestly, in my mind, and I don't want to sound like a crusty old guy because yeah. I'm not, but they would, they would eat either one of these guys for breakfast. Like, I agree. For breakfast. Like Deontay Wilder, while ha- he, has, he has ridiculous knockout power, he's not a great boxer. Like he's not technically – I don't know what was going on with him during the fight, but he was looked – Something was wrong. Something was wrong. He took the big shot right behind the ear that knocked him down. I think that was at the third round. Um, 
and he after that he looked it looked like one of those videos when you see the drunk guy that's getting beat up that keeps getting up and like and he but he can't stand straight and he kept and fury who is a pretty good boxer technically and, and boxed really well in the first fight but that was not his approach in this fight his no, approach he was went at him. he put on massive weight. He went to 273 at the weigh-in. And you know, he was probably bigger by the time he stepped into the ring and just mauled him. That was the approach. He mauled him. It was ugly. It was it was effective, but it was not a pretty, like, aesthetically no, pleasing no. fight. By Both any of those guys means. just looked too big and kind of loppy. Yeah, it just did not have... When I remember... I mean, I remember, like, like even like Holyfield Riddick Bow, like yeah. those fights, or they like the, the exchanges that were un you know for heavyweight fighters who are typically not like you're going to get the 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 more technical fighters are going to be at the lower weight classes, but if those guys, man, Tyson was such a, a like technically sound, and I just felt like watching it. I'm going, this is the best we've got in it's the sad. heavyweight division. It is, it is. This is the best we have, and all no all. Props to Fury. He did what he, he did what he said he was going to do. Yeah, he mauled him. He he went on the attack. He didn't. He wasn't fighting defensively, and uh, and he just took it to him. I mean, it was just from a. I, I think personally, and it's 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 amazing when you know. I talked to, um, good friends with Mark Ratner, who was the you know Mark was the was the Nevada State Athletic Commissioner for a long time and did so many. I mean so many big boxing matches in Las Vegas. Now he, he works, you know, he's uh, with the UFC and government affairs and was, was key in getting, um, you know, the UFC and, and MMA regulated in many States, particularly New York. Uh, and I remember talking to him about just the, the inequity. Um, I think Kenny Bayless is, is one of the better referees, probably the best referee out there right now. And I don't know what he made for the fight, but when you think about the purses of the two fighters and then the third person in the ring, like I guarantee you, Kenny Bayless didn't make more than probably maybe 50 to $75,000 for that fight. And he was working his ass off because he literally had to break them up because Fury was, like I said, mauling, um, Wilder and he had to work his ass off to get them and he actually took a point away um, from Fury not that it mattered but he took a point away for holding which I wish you know had, had Kenny Bayless you know and he was probably too young at the time to be the referee if he had been the referee for Hagler Leonard instead of Richard Steele you know ha Leonard holding instead of I'm going to get worked up because I'm still <laughs> upset about that decision Richard Steele warned Leonard for holding like 83 times in that fight, holding and hitting, and never took a point away. And it was the most ridiculous scoring, number one, 118-111. JoJo Guerra scored the fight for Leonard, which is ridiculous. But anyway, I digress. Um, worked his ass off. Really, Fury just... But the thing that I want to talk about is what the, the entrance is. Like, I haven't seen two entrances like that in the same fight. Like, what were the odds that the the fight was going to last was going to be shorter than the two ent the two ring entrances? How it, long was it was the entrance? It, I, I I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. It felt like a legit ten to twelve minutes each. Per it, like it was insane. Like it was insane. Each it was forever. The fight was like twenty seven minutes. Fury came in on a on a throne, and was that like a was that like an Apollo Creed? I don't came, know it what similar, it was. Right? It was weird. And Deontay Wilder, like he does the mask thing, and then he had a rapper rap, and it was an ode to like February Black History Month, and it was an ode to to Black History and the, and great um, you know people in Black History. But it was just so long. Like it was. Can we get a Travis? Can you like how long was the entrances? Yeah, let me look. I'm looking at Fury came in on like this uh, throne, huh? Yeah, nice. Yes. It was insane. And then, and you, know, you know what these entrances made me really miss? Pride. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Just too, a sweat, cut off sweater, black shorts, nothing fancy. Just came in. Oh, the sweatshirt. It was like yeah. just like that kind of cut off sweatshirt, yeah. and just came in. He didn't. He was ridiculous. He, you know, and he was very like, very low key, like you know, black 
you know, the trunks, nothing with the trunks, black trunks, black uh, shoes, gloves, nothing fancy at uh, Just all. so you know, I wore a short sleeve hooded sweatshirt to the fight in, in honor of Iron of, Mike. Of, of Iron Mike. It was, it was, it was Hugo Boss, but it was oh, kind of a similar, similar, yeah, you know. Of course, Hugo Boss. Um, similar concept there. And then, so the fight ends... And I thought, and it was interesting because Travis, you know, watched the fight. And I love when Travis watches something. He is so excited when it's something that you don't think he's going to watch, but you want him to watch. (laughs) He's like a little kid that did something like is trying to. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he was today, Joe. He was like, I I watched the fight. The first thing I watched the fight last night. And I was like, and I'm like ignoring him. He's like, so I watched the fight. And then I was like, like, do you want to talk about it, Travis? What do you want to talk about? And, but he, you know, even Travis said, did you like the stoppage? And I was like, no, that the referee didn't stop the fight. The, the corner threw in the towel. And when you watch it initially, like you're kind of confused because he's on the ropes and he's taking shots, but it didn't look like the referee was going to step in right at that moment. But obviously he saw, he saw Wilder's, um, you know, corner throw in the towel and that's, you know, I give them credit because he was not going to win that fight, and he looked whatever was wrong with him. Um, he was going to take he was going to take an additional you know punishment, and it was would have been just unnecessary. And I just don't think I don't think the one punch knockout comeback was was in the cards. And uh, and I gave you know I give the corner credit, Mark Breland and 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 that group um, credit for uh, for throwing in the towel. But then the fight ends. And can you, Joe, can you get off your phone? It's very distracting. <laughs> Sorry. It's very distracting. Who are you texting? Like, like stop. Are you swiping right? Like, no. Stop. Get off the phone, Travis. <laughs> focus. Let's go. All right? I've no, been, no, no. I've been very. Stop. I okay. Can't, I can't find how long the entrances okay. were, but I did find the the the, the salary or, or what. Uh, yeah, Kenny, yeah. He made 25000 for 20 reported. Five. Thousand dollars. There was a couple of funny moments he, in there when he was like trying. He was going to break. <laughs> yeah, he was like backing up. Like he is, he is the he's the the most important person at times in that in that ring. And twenty five thousand dollars, and these guys are making how much? How many millions? I I heard that. Um, it's insane. Fury donated his whole purse, nine mil to who? To who? Uh, homeless. That's pretty impressive. Good for him. I don't know if it's true. I just saw it on Instagram. Well, this is a guy that I mean, Fury's an interesting person. Yeah. I mean, he went. You know, he he beat right. He beat Vladimir Klitschko, and then and then he went basically on a hiatus for three years. Substance abuse. He dealt with depression, and he's been very open about it. About Wasn't he like four hundred pounds at some time. He, he ballooned up. Yeah, it was just bad, and then obviously came back, and uh, and it's a great story. But but then. I mean, he, I, I really like the guy because then he wins and then he has a karaoke session. Yes. And what was the song? American Pie by Don McLean. And, and he, like, I don't know the meaning, the reason behind it. Like I, but, but everybody was singing with him, like his fans. But I, like when he went into the second verse, I was like, he's going to sing the whole song. Like he is <laughs> legit going to sing the whole song. Like this is insane. Um, but you know, it was I'll give it to you this way. It, it was for, for the lack of, of how, you know, I don't think it was a great fight. It was a, it wasn't, it was entertaining. Like the entire yeah. thing was entertaining from the ring entrances to him. I thought Wilder was very gracious in defeat. And, uh, and so, you know, and I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because the, there's a rematch clause, the loser 30 has days, 30 right? days yeah. to enact the rematch clause. And I think, I, to me, I don't think, cause I thought Fury won the first fight and, and it ended up in the draw. Obviously the, the, the drama of the knockdown in the last round yeah. of Fury getting up. But I think the better fight right now is Joshua. I think that's the better fight to make, but obviously Wilder, if I'm Wilder, I want the rematch. I mean, there's, Absolutely. there's money in, in the, in, I just don't think he, he has a shot. I don't think he's a shot either. Cause if you think about I mean, like that's what, the blueprint. So 19 rounds, he maybe won four. I mean, he in the, in the first fight, in the first fight, a slimmer, slim down Fury outboxed him, and in this fight, the 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 bigger Fury just mauled him. I think this is the blueprint. I don't know what. And Deontay I, came in, I think, twenty pounds heavier than the I first fight. I don't know fight, what fight he did. Too. I don't know what Wilder. I don't know what Wilder could do differently 
to make up that that difference. Like I, I just think he, I don't think he has. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I think uh, obviously he, I would imagine he's going to enact the rematch clause because there's big money to be made. Um, he loses that fight, then hopefully we get Joshua and Fury, and then. But I still think I'm yeah. so upset with myself for that. I I put money on Wilder in Vegas. Why? And I I don't. He was a you know favorite why? too. I he mean, it wasn't a big favorite, but he was pretty. I mean, not not huge, but I watched the whole fight one on the way, and I was like, this dude's outclassing him. And I, st- I just got sold by every everybody was on him. Everybody was like, he's gonna knock him out. He's we have that him, one. That, that that's the whole thing with Wilder is that you you know can can you stay with him for twelve rounds and not get caught with yeah. that one shot? But it didn't even look like. I mean, he did. He he landed one or two right hands, but he just it just didn't look like he had it last night. I don't know. He's very robotic. He's a big right left hook, and if you could just dodge those two. Yeah, I, I like. I, said, what's coming, I don't think you know. And you look at you look at his rec. I mean, even the fight against Luis Ortiz, his last fight, he was losing that fight, and he ended up knocking him out. But um, I just don't. You know, uh, that's again. I just I just miss the heavyweights. I, I didn't grow up with really. I was too young for Ali and Frazier, but I've obviously followed it and watched it since then. But I mean, Larry Holmes and and. Ken Norton and Tyson and Holyfield, like those did you, guys. Just... Did you know that Tyson used to get hypnotized before the fights? Really? I heard that on Rogan today. Really? Like hypnotized by like... Uh, what D, was Diamata was his, his guy? Customata. Customata, yeah, yeah. He'd hypnotize him. Like from, from when he was a kid. Really? He'd hypnotize Tyson. Well, that it's was the thing. Crazy. See, the Tyson, and I, I watched the 30 for 30 on, uh, you know, the 42 one Buster Douglas. And that was interesting because, I mean, that really, the Customato dying was the that was the turning point well and that's what Rogan was saying is that he couldn't hypnotize him anymore it but it just like that was he was his father figure he was everything when he died it was like Tyson then then there was other people around him he didn't have that direction and and then that Buster Douglas fight like you watch the 30 for 30 god I wish I wish you could have, I would have known what going yeah. into the fight. Cause I would have put all my money on Douglas, like knowing yeah. what was happening with Tyson going in and how Douglas was like, his mom had just died, how focused he was and how it was like, he was so confident and, you know, and Tyson was just like everything with Robin Givens and everything just seemed to be crumbling around yeah. him. And, uh, and it was funny. What list talking, they were talking to the odds makers they and they they started the fight I think at twenty five to one they couldn't get anybody to bet on Douglas and it kept going up mm. to finally at forty two to one they started getting some some bets on Douglas yeah. and uh, but it's insane like it's crazy you should listen to that Rogan pod the fight companion from yeah. yesterday Brian Callen was on there talking about uh, watching fights at Sly's house. Oh, nice. <laughs> and he, he was name dropping. I've watched fight. I've watched he didn't a throw fight. Didn't in there though. I was like, what I have watched that, a fight at Sly's house, by the way. And I've I'm w- not invited to Sly's because yeah. I watched Rocky over the weekend. Oh, here's another one. Hey. This is another one. Oh, the Travis yeah. Which one? Finally, Rocky. Which the Rocky? first one. And okay. I definitely hadn't seen it before. Did you cry? I didn't cry. Uh-huh. Maybe by how bad the acting was, but oh, overall, dude, you're oh. definitely not ever coming. <laughs> Are to Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No, I am. I am. I. So Oscar-winning movie? Are no, you kidding I know. me? That's why I was messing with you. I didn't say that yesterday when I told you about it. I've just, never seen him. He's about to come over. I know. The table I know. I know. He's Get about back, to start easy. a lawnmower on your ass. <laughs> no, continue. No, I, I did. I thought it was good, but not great. I mean, I, what, wow. I, what am I? I know. Not I know. good. Not. It was good. Not great. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not like I'm not like chomping at the bit. I'm not chomping at the bit to go me? watch the next ones and Are three you? and wow. four and I don't know. It's just me. Oh, yeah, but know. if if Napoleon Dynamite two comes <laughs> out, I'm first in line. God, you beat me. The How punch. did Napoleon Dynamite become my movie? I was just gonna say like, Napoleon Dynamite. It wasn't no Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, do you know what, Travis? Don't even don't stop. Don't even watch any more Rockies because I don't want I, you. To, I'm not sure that I will. Thank but you. I, but I did tell you like my I, I liked uh, Over the Top. Oh, his slide. favorite Stallone movie yeah. is Over the Top. Rambo was cool too, but I'm I'm just not into that violence like that and boxing. Right. It's not my. I'm thing. just glad it wasn't Cobra. Like, I didn't see Cobra. I okay. don't. Yeah. The, Sorry over to the take top, you guys though, down. Over the top was ridiculous. Yeah. I, Lincoln Hawk, the <laughs> fact that he had the arm workout in his truck <laughs> that he could just pull down on, so he was always ready. Like, this guy was a truck driver. He was a he was a, a single father, 
and but he made money by like hustling dudes in arm wrestling matches. Does ESPN the Ocho still do arm wrestling competitions? Yeah, I'm gonna put know. one of those in a Tesla, dude. Just <laughs> yeah, just keep. Oh, there we go. Now we're talking Tesla. All right, everything's right in the world. Switching gears. Let's let's switch gears. The other crazy thing that happened, and I really feel like this got overshadowed by the fight, because I think this is the quirkiest rule in all of sports. And you know, I'm a rules guy, but I believe like there's some crazy rules out there, but this is the quirkiest rule in all the sports, the emergency goalie in NHL, in the, in hockey. Joe doesn't even know what it is. He's looking at me like he's crazy. Okay. Emergency goalie. Wait, so Joe, here's the rule. Okay. Each team, each hockey team carries two goalies. You have a a starter and your backup, right? Mm -hmm. Every arena, there's an emergency goalie. It's like the automatic quarterback, okay? The emergency goalie is specific to that arena. If a team loses both of their goalies, then that emergency goalie goes in for either team. What's the meeting like for either team? Yes, for either team. So I could be a king, but I have to go be the goalie for another team. So this, wait, this is what happened. (laughs) Wait, it happened. Like, it's happened before, but this has been, I think this is the most... I think this is the most important one for several reasons. Okay, so so David Ayers, he's the he's the emergency goalie in Toronto. Okay, he's the Zamboni driver. No, yes, yeah. and he's like there. He's a practice goalie for the Maple Leafs. He's forty two. At one point, he played for the Marlies, he which played, is like their yeah, minor he league. He played for minor yeah. league, yeah. right? Yeah, and and I so I pulled up his his. His career record for yeah, I saw this too. For, wait, wait, wait for the Marlies. Okay, so he allowed fifty eight goals. He had a seven 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 save percentage, which is not good, and he had an zero and eight record. I saw that. Okay, zero and eight record. So that means you're batting three thirty three against the dude. Yeah, you don't like most most goalies. You've you've got to be in like eight or above. Like even eight is not great. So. So he, he, yeah, the Marlies, which is Toronto's AHL team. So he's the third emergency goalie to play in the modern era. But what, what's, what's important is that, so he goes in the game for the Hurricanes, the other team. Okay. <laughs> he gives up, he gives up two goals on the first two shots. Right. Then, wait, so then they, they go in, he comes in in the second period. He plays. 28 minutes and 41 seconds, which is by far the longest emergency goalie has ever played, gives up two goals on the first shots, goes into the third period and shuts them out in the third period, and they win. win the game. They're like both these teams are like fighting for playoffs. And so he's he's a basically a Toronto Maple Leafs employee, and he's in he's in the Hurricanes locker room getting like crazy cheer the the it's in toronto so the maple leafs fans are cheering him. 42 years old it's it's the craziest thing like i don't think people really understand it's like so so now what i want to do is let's try to figure out the equivalent in other sports like in the nf and the nfl what would be the equivalent it's like it's like the it's like say the kicker, right? Like, yeah. like I think you gotta go kicker. The or... kicker, the emergency kicker who is he's like, like a, he's like he's throwing around churros. Churro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we need you to come down. He works, yeah. He's like a concessions guy, but he's the emergency <laughs> kicker, and he's here like he's in LA and he's the emergency kicker for both teams. The Patriots kicker gets their all their kickers get injured and he has it's to week kick, fifteen. He has to kick right? the game winning field goal. <laughs> Against against the Rams, the Rams and and that's going to mean the play a playoff yeah. spot. Hey, get like, the churro guy down. Like yeah, <laughs> like wait, it's so crazy that the NHL doesn't have like a team can carry. The NFL used to have a third quarterback rule, whereas if two quarterbacks went down, you had a third quarterback. It was an additional roster. It was an additional um, player on the on the um, you know you have a 40 you had a 45 40 45 player roster that could that were active. This was a 46 player. Um, but there were rules. Like if the third quarterback went into the game in the first three quarters, the other two couldn't go back until the fourth. So it kind of allowed for, you know, didn't allow for manipulation, but it, uh, but it prevented, you know, a team being screwed having two of their quarterbacks hurt, but each team had one. There so, wasn't the guy that lived that was in the stadium that was just specific to that stadium. So I have, I ha- so the most important question, 
who drove the Zamboni? Oh at, yeah, that great third question. Quarter, third period. I think I was. Does he have like, a backup? Dude, That's like a dream come true for dude, that guy gotta, too. Did, imagine like he's in <laughs> he's the, the locker like, room. He's getting it. Pep he's in the, the locker coach. room. He's in, and they're like. Where's Dave? Like, well, no, Dave went in the game. Like he's played, but who's going to dude? Wait, hey, get those pads off. We need yeah. somebody. To, <laughs> somebody's got to drive. And Todd's been drinking. He can't drive one, the Zamboni. And you know, there was the one guy, like the one guy that always dreamt the dream of the Zamboni. Right. And this was his moment. <laughs> yeah. And he like jumped in. Or is it like a, like layers? There's now the concession guy, the guy that sells popcorn. I don't know, but one. that's, it's. Everybody has What's to, that meeting like between the two teams? Like, hey, yeah, so we got this guy, Dave. You know, he played for the Marlies at one point. Who, like, his now, career got derailed because he had, like, a, he, I think, what was it? He had a, a surgery. Yeah, he had a, he had a kidney transplant. Yeah. Like, this guy, I, it's unbelievable. They have to do a documentary something. A I movie, hope they miss the playoffs by one game. Something. Oh, man. Because it's in... Will he be the most hated man in Toronto at that point then? Oh, God. It's so good. Like, it's so good that this rule exists. I love it. It's so good that this happened that it is... I I just think it's it's awesome. Like, it's it's just awesome. But... Anyway, let's uh, let's take a break. When we come back, well, let's go back to football. Let's do a little XFL week three recap, and then we'll talk NFL rules, CBA, what's going on in the offseason. Next on Good Calls. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Actor portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. All right, we're back. XFL Week 3. I I feel good. I feel like Week 3, we've got a pretty good idea of like where everybody is. Like where from from a team perspective, I thought the games were games were really good. Um, games Saturday were were closer. Um, Sunday not as close, but some surprises. I think I think you look at Houston three and L had a had a really a good game with Tampa, 
went down, what, 34-28, I think the final was. Um, they kind of went back and forth. Tampa finally scored some points. They had been moving the ball really well but hadn't been uh, putting it in the end zone. Um, then you had uh, the St. Louis looks good. St. Louis, um, you know, I think they they played New York on Sunday. That was if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm putting together a professional sports league, there's a couple of markets, a couple of cities that I'm putting teams in, and St. Louis is one of. They them. were star for football. They have been star the, the for football. I think them. they had thirty thousand at the game. Um, at the dome and and what a great environment some of the fans there were some pretty cool like one of the things i saw i don't know if these guys made them or what but they were because they're the battle hawks so they had wings and they had like strings on the wings that you pull and the wings flap and they were like like the battle hawk it was Ooh, pretty, like cool. pretty cool can you give me some Re- of those really cool <laughs> the other thing is i think what the there were a lot of fans there that were just like didn't really paid that much attention to the type of bird that they were being because I think they just went with it's a they bird. They just brought a bird. It was just so there was eagles, there was other types Probably of birds. Probably a lot birds. of cardinals. There was other types of birds, but they weren't all hawks. But it's fine. It's the first home game. And how about the um, little girl? She she said uh she oh, trade the fo- she, she trade wanted a football for a, a Girl box Scout. of thin mints. Girl Scout cookies and so she got a football. So it's great. Good um, play. Good play. Yeah. I heard I heard McMahon went on NPR, and they asked him about Kaepernick coming to the league, and he kind of skirted the question. Did you, did you hear about that? I didn't see that. No, I, I just know. I don't that, think Kaepernick wants to play. Well, football. I know that. I just know that the contract, from what I've heard, and it was the same with the uh, the AAF and last year in the spring that the the contract, what what he's asking for financially, is just not something that these leagues are either can or are willing to pay. That's what he said. He yeah. basically said he can afford it, and then yeah, yeah, the NPR guy gave him a little bit of heat about, oh, you can't. For to pay the best players, blah blah blah. Well, it's just I think there's I think it's different. I think you have you have a scale of of, of salaries that you're paying players, and I know, look, they, hey, they're doing, you know, when teams win, they get an extra hundred grand to split. Um, so that's that they're not skimping. Um, I just think I don't think if I'm Colin Kaepernick, I'm doing the same thing. I'm going to ask for an exorbitant amount of money because it doesn't. If I it doesn't if I go to the XFL and 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 suck, that's not that's not good. That that's not gonna be football hasn't you know, been as focused for it, so many years. I don't think he's something, gonna be any good. Yeah, it would have to be something, you know, I'm not gonna do it for for chump change. So but I just think the 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 play is getting better on the officiating side. I think the officials are getting more comfortable and uh, and I think we're starting to see like, you know, which teams are really obviously Houston's undefeated. Um St. Louis looked really good, and and you know they're they're two and one. You know, like Dallas is hitting their stride. Dallas, with Landry, Landry Jones, Jones in played now. well. Um, L.A. surprised I me. Mean, we were all talking about D.C. They were two and zero. Oh. They were really impressive in their first two games, and L.A. really just put it on them. And on Sunday, uh, you know, another like thirty nine. Their quarterback nine. missing the first week. And yeah, exactly. Well. And and so if the quarterback play can can continue to improve. I think. We're going to see, you know, I think we're going to see even better football. I like where the officials are. You know, they're just, again, just getting, you know, cohesiveness as a crew. There's been some really cool, you know, you get that look into the replay booth and you can hear and listen what's going on. We had some really good examples of that, especially in that in that uh, that L.A. Um, D.C. games. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited about, you know, where where it is and, and, and where it can go. You know, going forward, there. Uh, you know, as we talk about the, we had our first kickoff return for touchdown, and again, great I, play. It, it's a great. It was an, like a. It was like a reverse backward pass, and uh, and you know, I think the kick return. Over ninety percent of XFL kickoffs are getting returned. When you compare that to the NFL, um, the NFL last year, the the touchback rate is is you know, almost. 66 you know 60% you know probably higher so i think you know as we talk about the nfl and rules and things like that they're going into the nfl is going into their rules making um, process and so what's happening in indianapolis this week is leading up to the combine the competition committee will meet um, their their meeting they start sunday they go through uh, tuesday or wednesday and they're going to start to talk about 
potential rules changes. And one of the things, you know, they'll look at is, you know, the kickoff and do we need to make any changes to the kickoff? They'll have they'll have their 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 health and safety group, their medical staffs come in, present the data on on injuries and all injuries, head and neck injuries, concussions, lower lower extremity, everything. And the committee will will go through that, look for trends um, things that maybe you know are we seeing injuries in certain areas where we can we can correct it with a rule change, and so that's that's taking place over the next couple of days, um, and uh, and then that'll lead to the league meeting, which takes place in, toward the end of March. Um, really, the other thing that's happening is the CBA, and there's been a lot of discussion about the CBA. I think this is a you know critical um, the deal the deal it runs through the 2020 season, so. It's it's not necessarily that they have to get a deal done, but I think they want to get a deal done. And I think from an ownership perspective, the the incentive is get the deal done with the players. And that's and that's uh, Joe. Are you looking it up <laughs> on your phone so that you can get more information? Of course. Okay. Good. So the, I just called them out. For I think that the too, incentive the, the incentive is really you know if you have the CBA in place. Then, you know, part of that is a 17-game schedule. Um, part of that would be uh, another um, postseason game, so adding two teams to the postseason so you have a, another wild card game. And that gives the NFL more inventory to go to the networks when they renegotiate these deals. More inventory is going to mean what? More, more money. money. Players and, want and, more money. And so I think there there is incentive to get the, the deal done. I think the players feel – and it was interesting because the executive – so, so the union's executive council, which is which is made up of eleven members, eleven players, they negotiated with the league with with the league um, management council. They negotiated this deal, this CBA. the The owners came into New York um, last week and they voted to um, ratify this agreement. The executive committee for the players' union. Then voted six five not to recommend it. So they they negotiated it and then voted six five not to recommend it. So when they went to the players' reps, the players' reps were like confused because like wait a minute, you negotiated it. Now you're voting six five. Why? Right? And so every team has a players' rep, thirty two teams, thirty two players' reps, and they're saying why? So the meeting was about. You know, why are they, what are they against? Why are they, you know, and I, and it basically comes down to this 17 game season and that's extra wear and tear on the players. And they want, you know, they want more, um, they want more coming back from that, from the owners in order to do that. So what happens now? Um, they can still, even without a recommendation from the executive council or from the, uh, the players reps, they, they can vote. And, and if they get, if, if they get a 50% plus one saying we're going to ratify it, then it's, it's ratified. And, and it's not just if there's, if there's 2000 and a hundred players, not all 2000 and a hundred have to vote. So if they get 500 votes, then 251 have to vote. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. They're going to meet in Indianapolis, um, the players union and, and the management council for the league and, uh, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. I know it was not a a, uh, a unanimous vote by the owners, so they don't. They, you know, they they don't necessarily. There's some owners that don't feel like it's a deal that they would want to go for. But again, that could be just posturing as well. Because if it's unanimous, then that's a message to the players to say, "Oh, wait, wait a minute. If they're unanimous, what they think that they're getting a great deal. Maybe we need to take a step back." So we'll see. We'll see how it all goes, but the the combine in India is interesting because there's a lot of stuff going on. Obviously, you have the players coming in. You're going to have all the workouts. You have all these meetings. Um, you have NCA meetings. It's it's just an interesting time, and uh, and so we'll see. We're we're going to learn a lot about you know rules changes potential, um, both NCA and NFL, and uh, and we'll see what happens with the CBA. But I think it it. I think it's important for everyone involved that if they can get this deal done, then you negotiate that you you're, you're, you have a stronger position to negotiate with the networks and everybody's going to benefit from that, right? Because if the, if the players are going to get, you know, 47% of the revenue and that's going to go up to 48%, right? That percentage of a bigger number is, is obviously going to benefit them. I will, I, will t- I will say this, that the, leagues, the league year starts March 18th. 
So the owners, they want to get this done, you know, before then, because then they can say, okay, we will operate under the new collective bargaining agreement starting March 18th. That would not include a 17-game season. So even if they get the deal done, we won't see a 17-game season until the earliest 2021. But they would add the extra playoff game in each conference. So um, it's interesting to see how that uh, how that all plays out. Now, as a fan, as you're you're thinking about this, do you ever like at what point you know? Because we did have a lockout back in 2011. 11, yeah. At what point, as a fan, do you like start to worry about that? Like, are you worrying about that? Is that even a thought right now? Like we we may not have football at some point. I think this discussion is like the first time I've actually thought about it. Like thinking at any point it could happen, like that hasn't even crossed my mind. But now thinking about it, it's like there's no way. Like there's there's no way they're going to do a, lock, a, a lockout or a or work stoppage. I can't can't imagine that would happen. But what do I know? I agree. I think that as a fan, you just kind of follow general media, right? And as it becomes more prevalent sports center and you know fox or wherever then then you start to worry about it but i haven't even heard anything about it yet yeah if there if any way they made it through this season without getting a deal in place then that's when you'd start to what worry. i did hear is that tua said he wants to be a cowboy yeah i mean it was just that, yeah, it's his favorite team that's like the that's, team he grew up do you think for. that that changes like any anything in the draft perception so. no Absolutely not. I think just the context. I that that's just clickbait too. They say sure. Like he, if if I'm look, if I'm a how nineteen year old kid, and they say, well, well, you know, who would you love to play for? And I would say, oh, I grew up a Giants fan. That, how cool would that be to play? Obviously, but I'm going to go to any team that drafts yeah, I'd be happy me, to play and I'm going to play for my favorite you know, team. Obviously, was. he's is you know, oh, it would be great to sit behind Dak and and uh, you know, blah blah blah. But that's not you, you know, know what I'd say. What I'm either say? surfing or skiing. <laughs> Where's that I'll either from? surf or ski, Jerry Maguire. So, but yeah, they they screwed Jerry Maguire over big oh, time. Cush, yeah. his dad, his dad was like, his words as strong as oak. He said and that was I actually that, that made was me one so, of yeah that made me so upset that scene, dude. When he first of all, they Jerry, Jerry Maguire has that moment. He writes the mission statement. Hold on one sec. Have, have you seen Jerry Maguire? Oh, Travis? look at him. He's not saying anything because he has not. Him. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, and you that's call like, your, you're in this field at some level. I, I don't watch fake stuff, man. It's not fake. It's real. It, it's a movie. It's fake. It's based on. So anyway, okay. So <laughs> I haven't seen. Sorry, Jerry I haven't Mc, seen a lot of okay, movies. Okay, so Jerry Jerry Maguire works for this big agency, and he has this moment where he learns like his one of his his. One of his clients is a hockey player, right? He okay. gets he gets concussed. He's in the hospital, and Jerry Maguire is like, you know, talking to him, and he talks to the kid, and it's like his eighth concussion. And Jerry Maguire is like, "Your dad's a tank. He can't, you know, he's going to be fine." And the kid's like, you know, basically like, "Screw you, you know, this is my family." And he has this moment like, "Oh my God, what have I been? I've been a part of this." And so he writes this mission statement. And they basically fire him. Um, Jay Moore, who was his like protege, like fires him. And he's a real dick in the movie. And he loses all his clients except for one who's Cuba Gooding, who who plays. What's his name in the movie? He's a receiver for the Cardinals. Um, Was this his last good movie he was in? Yeah, well, he won the Academy Award. Ray? Ray? No, what was Was it? Was it Ray? It's not Ray. What the hell? What was his name? You guys keep thinking about it. So he plays... I remember he... he, The plays. Yeah, the Quan is what he wanted. But What was his name? Oh, don't... Ray! No, Ray? His name was Ray. It was not Ray. Oh, no, the brother's name was Ray. Ray, It was not Ray. I guarantee you Kubi Gooding's name was not Ray in that movie. What was his name? I'll bet you whatever you want. What was his name? We're getting there. We're his getting name there. Was, uh, oh my! Are you? How old are you? Can you not find something on the internet? Rod Tidwell. Rod Tidwell. Tidwell. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's that's the only client he keeps, and Rod Tidwell is not like a superstar, but he's like I, look, who would be the who NFL be equivalent, the NFL equivalent of Rod, Rod Tidwell? Tidwell? He's like. He's like the guy that he gets a, like he gets like a thousand yards Maybe every like year. Maybe Bolden. He gets like, yeah, he gets like a thousand yards every year. He gets like you know eight touchdowns every year. But he's never you never you never hear about him like as like a top fantasy pick. He's just like solid. But when you look at his stats, you go, oh man, Rod Tidwell's 
Rod Tidwell, Rod Tidwell's had four years in a row of a thousand yards, and you're like, who? And then you write, you're like, Rod Tidwell for next year's fantasy. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> and and so he keeps Rod Tidwell, but his 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 major but prospect. his major prospect is the number one draft pick quarterback, and his oh, name is Cush Cushman, and he he's got Cush. He goes to New York. And Cush's dad screws him over and signs with the the, Moore. the asshole Jay Moore because they Jay Moore tells him that that Jerry Maguire lost his mind and flipped out. And, but the scene, the, the uh, part that Dean skip, are you getting there? Go ahead. So that my words as strong as Oak part. Well, Jerry calls the hotel room, and no, no, Jerry's in the hotel room, and the phone rings. And it's Jay Moore, and Jerry picks up the Tom Cruise picks up the phone and pretends he's Cush, and he's and he's like he's like this Cush, and Jay Moore's like, hey, is McGuire there? Just sniff if he's there, and he's like, and he's like, all right, you're with the big boys now, and he's basically telling them that you know, telling Jerry McGuire that you're getting screwed, and Jerry hangs up the phone and like knows it, and he takes a pad and he goes up to Cush's dad. He's like, you know what? Let's let's just put something in writing that, that you're with Jerry Maguire. And he's like, the guy, the dad's like, no. And, and he's like, basically, Joe, you got to help me here. He <laughs> said, I'm trying to explain I'm moving. You're swiping I'm right. I'm not swiping. I'm texting my children. Anyway, you are not. <laughs> yeah, right. Stop. For our listeners, Joe is, he's just saying that so that <laughs> he can go. Oh, he's a good dad. Um, all right. So anyway, Jerry Maguire gets screwed over. Cush goes with Jay Moore. And Jerry Maguire stays with Rod Tidwell. Rod Tidwell has this amazing game on Monday Night Football against the Cowboys. And he signs a big contract. And then everybody wants to go to Jerry Maguire. He marries Renee Zellweger. And Renee Zell- Zellweger's kid is cute. And has he's like glasses. He's the one with the glasses, yeah. But now yeah, he's jacked. Like, yeah. if you, like there was the... the Pictures of him older, and that's the whole movie. And that's yeah, Travis, I think we you don't talked have to about watch it, it now. way now too long. You don't long. have to watch it. That's Jerry Maguire. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on that note, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk in the cube. We're going to talk the difference between Waka and Waka next on Good Calls. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required at your portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. 
That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. All right, we're back on Good Calls. Now that we got Jerry Maguire straight. Joe's phone's put away. Joe's phone's put away. Travis is, is shadow boxing because he watched Rocky and he's so he loves the movie so much. Amped. So... <laughs> in the cube this weekend, we're, we're there for XFL week three, and, and we're watching the Houston game. And Houston's quarterback is is so far is the early favorite for um, MVP. MVP. You know, he played. He was with the Colts um, for a little bit, and he's playing unbelievable. If and this guy was three inches taller, he'd be an NFL. As Joe would be an NFL tight end yeah. himself. Yeah. Four yeah, inches thank taller. You. <laughs> so. How short is he? Hopefully he gets a, he gets he's, a he's look. Not, he's like 5'10 and 5'11. Yeah. But he's, he was on the screen, okay? And his last name is W-A-L-K-E-R. P-J W-A-L-K-E-R. <laughs> and he is on the screen. How do you pronounce that, Joe? Walker. Okay. okay he you. is on the screen. <laughs> and and Travis is sitting there and he's going, oh, Waka. He's, he, he goes, oh, Waka, he's, he played at Wyoming and his brother pitched for oh, the Cardinals. It's always a Wyoming. And I go, and I go, what are you talking about? Have you been paying attention? He's like, have you not like, been watching not been the exit watching the last three weeks? PJ Walker's not like, he's, he's not, his brother doesn't play for the Cardinals. And he, he was goes, almost as mad as when I said, yeah, that I was the like, acting uh, is bad. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, Waka does not like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, I'm not talking about Walker. I'm talking about Waka. The, the I was like, Lucas Walker plays linebacker for, for the Vipers. So he said W A C H A. And so my Long Island accent, I'm like, Waka is the quarterback, PJ Walker. So we were like, literally, like we were speaking two different languages. That's and like, the look he gave me, he was so mad. He's like, yeah. what are you even talking about? Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm talking about the but linebacker then, here. But then. Then he comes out with this thing that I don't even know. I still don't know what you were talking about. So I need you to explain it to me. He starts talking about some shit that they used to do in Wyoming where they were spinning nickels at, at McDonald's. Well, it's explain stupid. It. It's what stupid it? adolescent stuff. So we were talking about no. McMillions, like Bondo and, and uh, Scott were talking about McMillions and how we didn't. Oh, got Bondo's into- there too. So everyone's yeah. back. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Everyone but you. Sorry, yeah. bud. But anyway, so we're talking about McDonald's and how we walked to the local McDonald's when we were in junior high and whatever. And I was like, yeah, we used to do all kinds of stupid stuff when, when we were kids. And, and I was like, yeah, did you guys ever do the nickel trick with the, uh, the, the plastic salt and pepper shakers? And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, you spin a nickel on the table and you slam the, the salt shaker on top of it. And then you slide it to the middle of the table and there's, there's no residue, no, no salt there. But the next person who picks it up all the salt falls out the bottom. Is that, yeah, like, is that so... Oh, it, break, it breaks the bottom? Yeah, it breaks the bottom. We used to do the same thing, but with um, the Parmesan and pepper. Yeah. You know, the, the standard Parm and pepper shakers at Pizza Parm? Yes, yes. So if yes. you unscrew them, put a napkin on the top, flip it over, slide the napkin out, and then you take the top and just set it on top, it looks identical to if it was... So we used to go to Chuck E. Cheese and do them all, and every time somebody would go pick up the pepper or parm, it would fall over. <laughs> all over the place. But that's more like I get that one. Yeah. But the but the slamming the nickel on the salt in McDonald's, like Well, because it breaks the bottom. Because well, so it, it breaks the, the bottom. Effect. So then yeah, when you lift it up, all the salt just falls out the bottom. But it costs you a nickel to be yeah, entertained. Yeah. See, yeah. we got to do it for free. Yeah. Can't you do it? I don't yeah, I still don't. All right. Well, we're gonna, let's, we're, let's let's bring, they don't do those they don't do those plastic salt and pepper shakers anymore. So plastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I don't like, I think that's like. Oh, we, you're talking about like the gray and black ones? Yeah, the gray and black oh, ones. Back I'll, in the day. I'll get one of those at Smart and Final. Yeah. I'll and bring then it I'll in. Show I'll you. bring you to the cube if you guys ever invite me over. Well, they don't, yeah, they don't do it. They don't use those plastic ones. No, the, it was the ones that were at the table. They don't have those things at the table anymore because back in the day, you know, people were trusted. Unlike now people just steal. They would just steal yeah, it. They now. would just steal that. 
Um, okay. All right. That makes more sense now. I thank you for, you put it, when you, you put it in language that I understand yeah. when you said Parmesan cheese. Yeah. When you said Parmesan and, and pizza, that was now, I was like, oh, I Although get it. Although I am so only half time, Italian. We yeah. still, you know, we're still So there. next time, Travis, just put it in some context, like if it, if it involves something, a chicken parm or something along those lines. One of my favorite lines from Rocky was, yeah, if he's not a good fighter, you know, he's a good cook. The Italian stallion, because all Italians cook, right, Dean? That's your best line. I, I mean, yeah. Jeez, he's so. It's I mean, you are really you're showing us who you are. So I was in Bristol Farms. Um, I was telling Travis I was in Bristol Farms during the weekend. Of course loved, you were. I love that store. It's a great store. So it's fancy. a great store. But no, it's just it's just I like walking around. Hey, I just shop at Vons. I don't and know. I go to Vons too, <laughs> and so I was walking in Bristol Farms and. I was this very attractive woman was coming down the aisle and I was going the opposite way and we were passing each other and she just said, she just said, hi. And, and I was so taken aback <laughs> that she said hi and I, and I said, good. And, she, <laughs> and I kept going and I'm like walking away like, what the I was like, that still got it. I was like, what? <laughs> like, so now, like, normally you'd, you'd want to run back into her, right? Well, no. Now I'm, like, trying to, like, avoid, like, the play. Oh, my God. That's a girl. That's, I was like, that's a girl. Go like, That's the guy. Oh, he's special. That's the guy that's a... Because, I, I, like, you ever get on an elevator and somebody, like, says hi to you and you're not expecting it? And you, you get stuck between uh, yeah, uh. how you want... You're like... Who the like you don't know what to That's say. That's every show open for me. Yeah, like yeah, Jose, yeah. <laughs> Travis. It was just like it, I, yeah. I didn't know. Like it didn't even have to be an attractive person. It could have been anybody. Who just said hi to me, and I just you were just didn't, zoned in. On I something just zoned else. in. Like I was zoned in on. I was like, okay, we're gonna go. We're in the cheese aisle, and then we're gonna go. And I and I just was like, I was anticipating a how are you, I guess, and I was answering how are you, and it was just a you know a hi. Oh, good, wait. So good. attractive women just say, open you up all the time? They just say words no, to you? No. That, that, I would, that's I would my point. My I'd point, be the one say hi to her, hoping for was, a good. My whole point was that doesn't happen. Like people, A, people don't just say hello to me. And not that I want them to say hello to me. Growing up in, in New York, it's like, you're weird if you say. But it just was, I was just taken aback. And I said, good. Go so to I Wyoming. I say hi to people all the time. Go to Wyoming. No, Especially in elevators. Oh. My favorite. No, my favorite was the was when I was last year, I was in the um, national championship, Alabama Clemson. And I was in the hotel that was up in San Francisco. And I was in the hotel. And there was a bunch of Alabama people at the hotel. And I got in the elevator and the guy just looks at me and goes, roll tad. And that was it. Like, that's, that's the perfect that's response. all he said. And I was like, roll did you give him a roll yeah, tad? I was like, roll yeah. tad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like what, you know? So it's, yeah, not, that doesn't happen to me every day, you but. You don't even know he was a <laughs> exactly. until he's 28 now. Roll time. So, <laughs> um, so the other thing that you missed was Scott. So Scott works with us in the in and I and I want to bring him on the podcast. I think I wanna I want to do a guest appearance by Scott. We were I asked him a question because I honestly don't know. I don't follow politics. I don't not that look, I've I've vote but I'm not like big into politics. Obviously the election coming up, there's been a lot of political stuff coming up and we're not discussing the issues. We're not that's discussing not part of the, the show. issues, but I asked Scott, I said, is it, do you have to, as part of a political ad, do you have to say like there was a Bloomberg ad and it said, I'm Mike Bloomberg and I approve of this, of this message. And I was like, do you have to do that? Like, is that a law? Is that a rule? And Scott explained that what, why, why they do that is because there's these, what do they call super PACs that, that like, so supporters. So if I support Bloomberg, I can run an ad for Mike Bloomberg without his permission. And I can say whatever the hell I want. And so by saying I'm Mike Bloomberg and I support this ad, I, I only those ads are attributed to me right. and everybody else. I can just say, Hey, that's not me. Those are supporters, but I don't really agree with what they're saying. And Scott was on a roll. So he starts talking about, and he starts doing ads as if I was running for, <laughs> for office. And he's like, he goes, Dean Blandino wants to bring, <laughs> you gotta, you can't in the middle Do of the, the joke. Scott. No, he does. It was so, he's like, <laughs> 
<laughs> Dean Blandino. He's like, Dean Blandino wants to bring criminals into your neighborhood. <laughs> and then and then he's like, but actually what you did was you, you started a program rehabilitating people right. coming out of jail to start them learning about trades and giving them jobs in your neighborhood. But the ad is... Dean Blandino wants criminals to live in your neighborhood. And I was like, oh, that makes See, sense. Because yes, the other guys could now yeah. advertise for you. If you don't say, saying, I approve of this, I then approve, right, I approve right. of this message. And and so he was just like, then he just started doing like a whole bunch of them. And it was We probably just, can't say no, most of them. No, no, Scott. we can't. But it was ju- it was hilarious, and like so, uh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have him come on and talk about politics. Um, the uh, the that other, sounds like a great idea, right? The, the <laughs> other thing I want so my my four year old Cal, he's turning five in two weeks. He, me, and him were hanging out um, during the week, and he just goes, he's like, and she's on, so I don't want her to say it, but he's like, you know, Alexa. And and he's like, so he's talking to Alexa. See, she's listening. She's and, always listening. And, and, see, she's Shut talking. Up. You know, now I gotta cut that. You don't have to cut my job hard. You don't have to cut that. It's just her talking. We're not playing anything. Nobody copyrighted. wants to hear her. Definitely. Alexa, stop. So okay, let's let's call it Amanda. So <laughs> so he says, Amanda, play Roxanne, and I'm like, oh, Roxanne, it's the police. New, it's the new one. Right? It's the new yeah. one. And There's I'm like, a new Roxanne. wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. So Travis, you're going to read the lyrics. So, oh, so it's a good song. Yeah. So I go, I start listening to the lyrics. I'm listening. So I go, how do you know this song? He's like, I know this song. He's four and he's singing this song. So Travis, pull up Alexa. It's by, uh, um, what's the guy's name? Um, Sting. No. no. That's Arizona what I thought. Zervis? Arizona Zervis. Yeah. yeah. So I thought it was, <clears throat> I thought it was the police version of Roxanne. But no, it's... I didn't it's know there Arizona was another rock Ver- Exactly. So, yet Travis. Another, yet another <laughs> under, under a rock. Of course you did. Yeah. So read the lyrics, Travis. All for the gram. Bitches love the gram. Oh, wait, shit. Burr, 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 A. Skirt, skirt. Roxanne, Roxanne. All she want to do is party all night. Goddamn, Roxanne. Never going to love me, but it's all right. <laughs> Go ahead. She think I'm an asshole. She think I'm a player. She keep running back though, yeah. only because I pay up. Roxanne, Roxanne. So this, this, all she want to do is party all night. You're you're four year old singing this. So this is the this is the the influence of the nine year old huh. and the nine year old and his friends. Then they listen to that, and now the four year old and I'm a bad dad <laughs> because basically now he listens to that music and he's playing the Roxanne song and huh. and we're yeah. I'm gonna have to listen to this on the ride home. Yeah, definitely listen to it. Is it good? Can you can you finish it though? Cuz I like to <laughs> You're she, doing great. She from Malibu, Malibu. <laughs> you missed the whole thing. No, I I skipped that part. I was just going to the part that I Travis cool. doesn't want to read certain certain <laughs> No, I mean lines. I already I already swore several times for you guys. <laughs> he swore. I already swore. Several I used times. the swear word, you guys. Travis, can you please not swear anymore? It's just, yeah. it's in my virgin ears. It's not, it's not good. Oh, let's, uh, let's go brain of Blandino. The brain All right. of Blandino. No, I got the drum roll. Whatever, go. If your car stalls at a railroad track, maybe you're meant to die. Did we do this one already? Yeah, we did that one. All right. Another one. My two-year-old, picture the biggest asshole you know. Now picture him obnoxiously drunk. That's probably he's four now. Yeah, this is old. Well, that's yeah, that's that's old. I mean, that's just kids. Like kids, like just imagine a two, like what, like just imagine Joe obnoxiously drunk all the time. Well, well, that's what we've talked about in the queue before too. It's like all like. Just imagine any behavior of a two-year-old as an adult and like going into a restaurant, yeah. and like yelling and throwing stuff on the ground. I just like, think it would be cool if adults 
ran indoors as much as like <laughs> kids do, like like between two and we'd be in great shape. Like run, like legit run, like full on sprinting. Like if we sprinted as much in houses as they do, it would be hysterical. Like, dude, where are you going so fast? Got to get to my bedroom. Got to get right? that stuffed animals. Just like, yeah, look how. Hey, look how fast I'm the Flash. Look how fast <laughs> I can go, Travis. You are very fast, Travis. <laughs> You're the fastest all time you are, this time. You are very fast. Wait, you guys didn't even comment on my race last week in the desert. I wasn't Who sure knows? what was going yeah, on what there. What was happening there? You, Dude, just, some, you were sending us videos of you running around in the sand with a bunch of kids. Yeah, there was these two high school kids that wanted to challenge me to a race. Uh-huh. Well, first, one of them said... It was really dark. I really couldn't even see one it. One of them said, I want to guard you. You got to turn the brightness up on your phone, Travis. No. He's like, I'll try to guard you. So one guy, get off your phone, Dean. You just sent me a message. I did? <laughs> yeah, you updated something that said Joe Madrid. That's why I looked. Oh, it's because oh, he's, he's in the notes. So this kid says, I-, I-, I play high school football. Let me try to guard you. I said, okay, let's go. Smoke the kid. I sent you guys a video. Like He literally fell down. It, was, it would be like an Instagram hit if I put it out there. I, why don't you put it out there? View against, I don't do that. Against high school I don't do kids. that. And then two how high old, school. How then old are they, you? I'm 39. So why don't you post? Yeah, why don't you post Instagram? <laughs> yeah, other guys you, your age are going into NHL playing, games and playing goalie yeah. and like shutting out Dave the team Harris, in the Dave third Harris period. Is shutting out the Maple Leafs in the third period at 42. All right, Ray Mendez is coaching championship football teams. There's a kid out there with one leg that's high jumping. If you haven't seen that video, check that video. Oh, I saw that one. High jumping, like ridiculous. It looked like he was going over like at least six feet and on you're, that bar. And you're running around with high school kids, you know. <laughs> Running passing routes. Good. Well, give me one more. All right. One more. Love when a drunk Shazam works out. Oh. Yeah. I yes. do this all the time. So I am like, I'm like a pretty, I'm like a, a, a very good major league baseball hitter with Shazam drunk. And it's, that's not a great percentage. Like pretty much th- maybe three and a half out of every 10 drunk Shazams, I like the song in the morning. Hmm. Like, cause when you're drinking and you're out and you hear, and you hear the song and you're like, Oh, this is awesome. What song is this? And you Shazam it. And then you listen to it in the morning. You're like, it's not, it's not nearly as good, but when it works out, it's awesome. How do you, do you recheck your Shazam? Cause I always screenshot it. Cause I always check my pictures the morning after I'm drinking. Just, yeah. Just you know, because just cause, and then, I, oh, we've, we've had that's a song. We've had issues. We've had some. <laughs> we've had issues. We had a couple of situations with Uber. Um, no, I just yeah, because I didn't oh, go no, out. When I Shazam something, it automatically, it automatically goes, goes to my, my library. Oh, you got it like that? Yeah. You auto buy stuff. Auto buy. I don't huh. mess around. When I Shazam, I don't mess around. That's what, ladies and gentlemen. That's what you want to aspire to be. When you get on TV, you just hear a song and you auto buy it. See, I, I want, don't do that. I'll I, I'll no. spend. I don't. I don't get all twenty nine. Boom! Buy that shit. Hmm. Look at you, then, Bristol Farm Dar Twenty Nine. This guy, here, but here's the 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 best. The win win is when the drunk Shazam works out, and it was ninety nine cents. It's like it's made it. <laughs> on that note, on that note, this has been good calls with Dean Blandino. Please follow me on Twitter at Dean Blandino and Instagram at Dean.Blandino. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Rules Podcast. And be sure to rate our podcast on the iHeartRadio app and on Apple Podcasts. Good Calls with Dean Blandino is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 